Perek Dalid of Hilchas Talmud Torah. Halacha Aleph. Ein melamdim Torah elo letalmid hogun. We only teach Torah to a proper student. Noah b'maisov, whose actions are, whose conduct is attractive. Oyle tam or a person who it's uh, we don't know. We're, it's in the middle. In the middle, we have no idea. However, if we know, it's confirmed that this student is not going in the proper behavior, he's not acting well, we have to, before we bring him into the base medrash, we have to try to convince him and influence him to change his ways to the good, and bring him to the proper path, and we examine him, examine his behavior, behavior of and after this, you're allowed to bring him into the base medrash to learn. The Alter Rebbe says in Hilchas Talmud Torah that if you, you can't, let's say, influence the student now to change his ways, you're busy, you have no time, or you don't seem, you, you can't, the, let's say the Rosh Hashiva is in charge of the yeshiva, he doesn't seem to be the right keli to change him, and the student really wants to come to the base medrash, he wants to be with his friends, you should let him come in, because the Lashon of the Alter Rebbe is, Hopefully the, the Torah, the, the, the Torah just, lear, just being around his friends who are learning Torah There's and him learning of, yeah. will eventually change his There's ways. There's a lot of stories to prove that. There's a difference between the way Chabad uh, works with Kiruv and the way the Oilam works. Uh, the, the Velt is very into ch- making sure the person's not a Rosha. Make, you know, change your, uh, make sure you're, not, uh, you're, you're keeping Torah and Mitzvahs. And then come, we'll, we'll start, we'll come to our Torah classes. The, the Rebbe said, he gave direction to people that they should, right away, the person should learn Torah, even when he's not up to, he's not Mekayim anything yet. Because the Torah has a special power that it can, it can bring a person to a higher level. It's and then eventually... It's also the difference in shit, that by them it's Kiri Vashaykin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another, that's another point. Right. So continues the Rambam. Omru Chachomim kol hashoyne letalmit she'eni hogun. Sorry, anyone who teaches an improper student is considered as if he threw a stone to the Avedezorah called Markulis. There's a certain Avedezorah that the, the, the way they served the Avedezorah, they would throw stones at it. Um, as one who uh, winds a stone in a sling, so too is one who gives honor to a fool. And what is honor? That chachamim inherit honor. What is honor? Honor is Torah. So when the pasuk says you're giving honor to a fool, it means you're giving Torah to a to a fool as if you're throwing stones. It's it's basically you're wasting it. Again, when you say it's a, uh, uh, sling. sling, yeah, yeah. What about the teacher? A person wants to learn Torah and he's looking for a teacher. What if you have a teacher that's not going in the uh, following a proper path. He's a very, he's a genius. He's a very smart person. Everyone needs him. His knowledge is, is unsurpassed. You don't learn from him until he returns back to the proper path. The way they touch the Chacham Darsh in this Pasuk, Im Harav, If the so this is what so this is what he means. If you want to be shomer das, you want to keep das knowledge. You want to really learn Torah. So who should you learn to search to seek Torah from? From which mouth should you should you seek Torah? You should seek Torah from a teacher that's doimel malach, a person who has proper hanhaga. So the question all the mafarshim ask here 
is that uh, we know from the Gemara that uh, the Taner of Meir was running after Acher, Elisha ben Avuya, who's the Gemara changed his name to Acher, despite Acher being over every Aveda in the Torah. How was he allowed to learn Torah? He, he was running after him, he used to ride his uh, horse, or his donkey, I don't know what it was, and he used to chase him to hear, uh, to, to ask him Shilas. And here is his drushim. Yeah. The mayor would ask him, would ask him and Alicia would answer him. He knew Alicia was was another Amiroy until he went off the path. So how was he allowed to learn from him? So so some of the Mefarshim answered that Reb Mayor had a special quality that he was able to take the good from Alicia but and he was able to push away the bad. He didn't get affected by him. He was on a high level, he was able to concentrate his mind on only the good. But for most people, uh, if you learn Torah from a person who's corrupt, you may also get his corruption. So it's not advisable. That's why the Ram doesn't mention it here, because most people uh, are not in the category of a mayor. Do not fit his. Uh, do not have his, his das. It's Therefore, then I can't differentiate between the good and the bad. Probably reflected in his name. Mayor means light. He saw the light. Oh, everybody. good. Could be. Yeah. Shot, Very nice. It's a good chiddush. <laughs> how, is, how do you teach? The teacher sits at the head. And the students sit around him like in a half a circle. So that they should all see the teacher and hear his words. The teacher should not sit on a chair and his students on the floor. Either they both, all of them sit on the floor or on cheers. They should be equal. Just a quick question. Where does the Ramam say that not to learn Torah from a person that's not a good teacher? In Perak Dawud of Hilchas Talmud Torah. The Ramam says that? Yeah. Is that the halach? That's the halach. Um, I don't know what it says in Shulchan Aruch about this, but uh, it seems clear. So it may make sense. I don't see anybody. You're going to learn from an Apicardus or something? I'm sure it never happened to you, so it's okay. Yes, yeah, so let's get back. So, um, so, I, I, so they should, you should be equal. But he's showing back in the old, before the Chorban Ba'is, people were very strong in those days, so they were able to stand. But still, the teacher would sit because in order to teach properly, you need to, you need to be able to have composure, you need to be able to sit down. Um, and before the Chorban Ba'is, what does it say here? Before the Chorban Ba'is, um, both, everyone started to sit because people lost their koyach. So it used to be the students would stand. So, yeah, so even before the Khurban, people lost their koyach and they started to sit down. If the teacher's derech was to teach directly to the students, then he teaches that way. If he used to use, if the teacher's derech was to use a spokesman, an interpreter, which was very common in the days of the Gemara. In the, back in the day, uh, the interpreter stands in between the Rav and the Talmidim. The teacher, the Rav, speaks to the interpreter, and the interpreter speaks to the Talmidim. When they have a question, the students, they ask the Metargim, the Metargim asks the Rav, the Rav answers the Metargim, and he answers the students. Basically, he's exactly, he's in the middle. The Rav doesn't speak to the students, and the students don't directly speak to the Rav. The Rav should not raise his voice higher than the interpreter. It should be equal. The spokesman, the interpreter, should not uh, detract or add or change 
anything from what the Rav says. If he was his teacher, if the Beturgaman was the teacher uh, or, the, or the father of this Chacham, then he could add or detract from his words. He translates it while he says while he talks, he says it around. No, 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 no. It's, so what uh, case if you raise the voice or not? What's the difference? One second. We learn out from a pasuk. There's a pasuk that says, yeah. Which we learn out that, in other words, the Gemara says that the, the Eberster's voice was the same exact, uh, the same intensity as Moshe Rabbeinu. So it's, I don't know if this is, a, is more of a, a svara or just a limud. I think it's a limud from a pasuk. Okay. okay, so the only time a person is able to change the words of the Rav is if he is his teacher or his father. Now, here brings a case. I'm an uh, example. If the Rav says to the Maturgaman, He can't say his teacher's name or he can't say his father's name. So he says, My father, my master. When the Meturgamon, the interpreter, now says it to the people, he's allowed to mention the name of the Chacham, the name of, the, of, the, of this guy's teacher, or the, his father. Here he's giving an example where you're, you're, you're changing, but you're not really changing your words. The Rav was said, he mentioned, this is what my father said. This is what my teacher said. And the Maturgamon's allowed to add, this is what, you're allowed to say the name of his father or the name of the, of the teacher. Because the only, the only reason why he didn't mention it is because he's not allowed to mention the name of his teacher or of his father. That's not called changing. A teacher that teaches a concept and the students did not understand. Because he should not get angry at them. He should repeat and explain to them, review the matter with them. Even many times. Until they understand the depth of the halacha. A student should never deceive anyone and say, I understand, and he doesn't understand. You should not be embarrassed. You should ask many times. And if the teacher gets angry at him, My teacher, this is Torah, I need to learn it, and my comprehension is weak. Oh, that's what he's going to say now. He should not be embarrassed from his friends. And by, by seeing that his friends grasp it the first or second time and he's having a hard time. If you'll be embarrassed because of this, you come out, you're going to come to the, to the yeshiva and you're not going to know anything. A, a person that is embarrassed, a bashful person will not learn and a Short-tempered person should not, cannot teach because uh, he will not have patience for his students. They so could just continue when they don't understand. When is this, when is the old of the above applied? When the students did not understand the concept because it was too deep for them, because it was very deep, because their, their capacity, their intellectual capacity is, is limited. If the, it is very apparent to the teachers, that they are lax about the Torah, and, and therefore, and they're not applying themselves to the Torah, they're not uh, concentrating. And that's why they didn't understand. He has to get a display anger towards them. He has to shame them with words to sharpen their concentration. 
And in this context, the Chachamim said, in Gemara Ksubis, Zeroik Moral Betalmidim, you should cast fear onto the students. Fear. Mora is fear. Fear. Well, I think, dread. Dread. Therefore, because the, it's important that the students have a certain uh, feeling of fear in order they should concentrate, they shouldn't uh, lose their concentration, therefore a teacher is not allowed to act frivolously in front of the students. He's not allowed to amuse himself in front of them. He's not allowed to drink and eat in front of them. So that his, the, fear, the fear of him should be on them and they should study and concentrate the way they need to. What does Mimheira so they'll study in a faster pace. They, he won't have to repeat himself a million they times. They'll, they'll learn the first time. Yeah, we'll be quiet in the room. You're not allowed to ask a question of a teacher right when he walks into, into the base medrash. You have to wait till he settles down. His mind settles. Same thing for the student. He shouldn't ask until he settles, because then the, the question might be a little bit confusing. Might not come out the way it needs to come out. Two people shouldn't ask at once. You should only ask a teacher the subject that you are currently learning, so he shouldn't become embarrassed. A teacher is allowed to deliberately lead students, trick them with different, uh, kind of like say, say the wrong halacha, and then in order to see, do they catch it? There's a lot of examples of Amiroim that did this, that they, 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 they changed the halacha to see if the students caught on to this. To see if they remember. Of course, the teacher is allowed to ask them questions from another subject that they're not currently learning in order to get them to, uh, to study better, to get them going. A person should not ask the question while standing, and he should not, we should not answer while standing. When you stand, you can't, you're not as settled. What do you mean, a shiva standing by standing, giving a It's better you should sit down. It's much easier to answer. You have a clear, uh, a person is going to be much clearer when he's sitting. A person should not uh, ask from a high place, from a far away, from behind elders. You should be basically, you shouldn't like ask far away. You should, it's not respectful to stand far away from a teacher and ask him a question. You've got to come and stand in front of him or sit in front of him. You only ask the teacher in the Indian that you're learning. This is a, he, just, he, just, he just said this. So the Kesem Mishnah asked this question. He says, he just, he said, you only ask him in that Indian. So he says, over here it's different. In Halachavav, he's talking about, you ask him a completely different Indian. Let's say you're learning Hilchah Shabbos, and you ask him a question in Hilchah Yomtiv. In Halachah Zayin, he's Mechadish, that even in Hilchah Shabbos, you should only ask him in the Halachas that you're actually learning. Don't ask him, you're learning Hilchah Muktzah, don't ask him about Tchumin. Uh, you should only the That's why I believe the shame Yeah. Yeah. You only ask a question in a, way, in, a, in a place of awe. You have to show fear when you ask the question. When you come to ask a question, you should, the maximum you should ask at one time is three halachas. 
Some people say it's Kainyan. We're going to learn Bainyan. There are two, uh, two people come ask a question. One asks in the Indian that they're learning, and one is asking in a, in a, a subject that's not, that's not to the point. It's not, that's not what they're learning. The teacher should answer the one that's asking a question that's on the subject that they're learning. I'm sorry, I skipped the word here. There's two people asking a question. One is asking something that's again mamish now halacha lemaisa. One is not. You should always ask her and answer niskakin lemaisa. You should answer the question. Pay attention to the one that asked the question that's nagel lemaisa. Halacha medrash. Halacha. It's mamish not again mamish now lemaisa, but it's general halacha or medrash. Medrash over here refers to not medrash. Medrash rabba. We're talking about learning a psukim. The way to darshan psukim. Niskakin lahalacha. Medrash veagoda. What happens if it's Medrash, the way you learn Psukim, or Agada, the way the Mepharshim translates Agada is Medrash Rabbah, Tanchuma, Iskakin the Medrash. Agada of a Kavachoymer and Iskakin the Kavachoymer. Kavachoymer, Uxayda Shavad Iskakin the Kavachoymer. Why should you answer a question of a Kavachoymer before Uxayda Shavad? What's the mile of a Kavachoymer? So the thing is, Uxayda Shavad, which is when you find one word in one Pasuk, another word in another Pasuk, and you make a connection between them. That's not something that a person can think of on his own. That's something you have to be makabal from Moshe Rabbeinu, ish mi ish. So we're not scared you're ever going to forget that. Because it's a Kabbalah. Everybody has a Kabbalah. A Gzeder Shava, a Kavachimer on the other hand, is a Svara that you could make a Kavachimer on your own. You could come up with it. So a student that comes with a Kavachimer, you, you should answer his question right away because he might forget it. He might forget the Kavachimer. Gzeder Shava, we're not worried he might forget. You have two people asking questions. One is a chacham, one is a student. You answer the chacham. Talmud amoritz. One is a, a, a ignoramus and one is a talmud. You discuss on the talmud. Shneim chacham, shneim talmidim, shneim amoritz. If they're all the same, shalu shneim bishtei halochis, bishtei chuvis, bishtei shelo shneim maisim. Harishus biyadam atagim yoto. Now the spokesman, the interpreter, has a right. He could answer whoever he wants if they're equal. Olachates en yushenim bebeis hamedrash. You're not allowed to sleep in a beis medrash. Anyone who sleeps in a base medrash, his Torah will become torn in shreds. He's not going to remember it properly. Drowsiness will clothe a man in rags. The Alter Rebbe says that a person, the says this, that if a person stays day and night in shul, that's where he kind of, he doesn't have to mamish live there, but if he's mamish there, he's allowed lot of those off there because if he goes home, he's going to waste time. The, 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 what so a good description of me. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Ve'ein mesichin beveis hamedrish. And you're not allowed to talk in a base medrish. Elo bedivir teira bulvad. Unless it's words of teira. I was just in the shul and the shul said uh, there was a big sign. Mutu ledaber b'shasat fila. I was like, what? And then there's little words. Raki makadosh baruchu. <laughs> <I never. laughs> in China, in Muncie. Oh, yeah, yeah. In a little word, it says, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What does it say? Usually, you also You don't, you don't, when you see the word usr, you don't look. Mutter, it was a, something is allowed, you look. So, you're only allowed to uh, speak words of Torah. If someone sneezes, you don't say Tzugazunt in the base Medrash. And needless to say, the discussion of other things is. Prohibited. There's actually a machloikis if you're allowed to say, um, wish a person refuah tzugazunt in when he sneezes in base medrash. I don't know what the psak halach is. The shach and the taz have an argument about this. The shach says that, anyways, people t- these days when they learn, it's not like they're not like they don't waste a second. It's not like they're mamish glued to the book. 
So like, you don't say refuah. Anyways, they waste a little bit of time. So I'll answer refuah. The Tas says no, just because they waste time, don't waste more time. I don't know what the Pesach is, but maybe you have to be careful about this. The holiness, the sanctity of a base medrash is, uh, exceeds that of a shul. In Halacha, it says that you're allowed to make a shul a base medrash, but you're not allowed to turn a base medrash into a shul. Yeah. All right. Because he says, base medrash is merely limited to Torah, and Bochiknesius is merely limited to Tefillah. And Torah is higher than Tefillah. I guess. 52. 